This is the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show, a weekly show about dating and relationships. I'm your host, Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca. This week, we want to give you a little more insight into the dating scene in Toronto. And I'm joined by one of my Single in the City's top event organizers, Heather Shepard, to go over this. Hi, Heather. Hey, Laura. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm super excited. Of course. I'm so happy that you could join me today. In this episode, we're going to be exploring the unique challenges and opportunities that come with dating in this vibrant and diverse city. With a population of over 3 million people, Toronto, Toronto offers a wealth of dating options from online dating apps to social events and activities. However, navigating the dating scene in a big city can be both exciting and challenging. From decision fatigue and time constraints to cultural differences and the high cost of living, there are many factors that can make it difficult to find the right person. But fear not, we'll be sharing some tips and advice on how to put yourself out there, whether you've been here for a while or you're new to the city. So sit back, relax, and join as we dive into the world of dating in Toronto. And if you're not currently living in Toronto, that's okay. The dating tips that we'll be discussing are still applicable to any major city, whether you're in New York, London, or Vancouver. The challenges and opportunities of dating in a big city are universal. So let's get started. Um, Heather, dating in a big city like Toronto can present unique challenges for singles. Let's chat about some of these challenges. Uh, what do you think are some of the biggest challenges that singles face when dating in the city? You know, Laura, there are so, so many. We have, what, with 3 million people in the city trying yes, to find over. <laughs> one to date is intimidating. Yeah, and I, and I feel like, Heather, we have way too many options. With a, a large and diverse population, there are so many people to choose from when it comes to dating. And, you know, while having a lot of these options may seem like a good thing, it can really lead to decision fatigue and make it difficult to commit to one person. Yeah, and that's so true. Um, and one of the things I kind of like to keep in mind is knowing what you want can really help narrow down your options. But that tends to be a challenge in itself. Hmm. Yeah, I and I always uh, preach this. This is the one one of the things I'm constantly talking about is to know what you're looking for. So you can start by defining what you're looking for in a partner. Right. Know your priorities, your values, your deal breakers, and that's going to really help you narrow down your options. Um, having too many options can be so overwhelming, but by setting clear criteria and taking your time, and then also trusting your instincts, you can really uh, make a decision that's right for you. Let's talk about time constraints. You know, a lot of Torontonians, they lead busy lives with long work hours and social commitments. I mean, it can be almost impossible to date. Oh, um, and it's, and it's so true. Yeah, mm -hmm. sorry, Laura, to cut you off. No, it's okay, go ahead. Yeah, and you know what, we, we are busy, and you know, we keep a, a mindset of being busy, but to me, if so finding someone is super important to you, that's something that needs to be a priority. And I think even just what we're talking about today can really help you um, define that priority and make you give you some actionable steps to move forward in it. I'm all about that. Prioritize. 
put it in your calendar, schedule it, uh, maybe consider blocking off some time every week or month specifically for dating. But it's really important not to make it a full-time job. Heather, I know you're dating out there. You don't make it a full-time job, do you? <laughs> oh, goodness, no. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> uh, also, you want to be creative, too. Try different date ideas that fit within your schedule, such as maybe uh, try lunchtime coffee dates. Those always work well, or maybe a walk in the park after work. So try to find ways to fit it into your schedule. And also, if you're dating someone, or let's just say you're dating multiple people, which people are doing nowadays, be upfront, okay? Have a conversation about it. Let the person or the people that you're dating know that you have a busy schedule and you're not going to be able to commit to regular dates. And this can also help manage their expectations and then also avoid disappointment. So very, very, very important. What about dating different cultural backgrounds? Because Toronto is a very multicultural city, probably I would say one of the most diverse cities in the entire world. Uh, we have people from all different cultural backgrounds, uh, they have different attitudes, different expectations around dating. And this can make it really difficult to navigate the dating scene and, and understand what someone is looking for. Oh, and that's so true. But you know what? That's the bet one of the better parts of living in the city because we are so diverse. There's so much opportunity to learn from somebody else mm -hmm. and maybe see even see dating as a different in a different light, in a different perspective than maybe you would traditionally look at it um, in. Um, and it's a great way to kind of explore what you like too, right? Yeah. Maybe in being open to the opportunity of dating outside of your culture has so much excitement around it. Yeah. And I want to talk about that. Uh, I want to continue that conversation a little bit as well, but I just want to move along to some of the, um, you know, issues with dating in Toronto today or that singles are experiencing with dating in Toronto today and that's also and this one guys is really important is the high cost of living and our taxes are only going up our carbon tax our gas tax well that's our gas tax a carbon tax what else is going up uh rent, rent. <laughs> groceries everything everything's everything. going up right now and yeah. so because of this high cost of living which is keeps increasing, it makes it really challenging for singles to plan affordable dates or to find ways to socialize without breaking the bank. What are you experiencing? Have you seen the impact that the high cost of living has had on the dating scene? Because you are single and you're out there dating right now. So what are you seeing firsthand? Yeah, definitely. You know, the economy is definitely taking a toll on um, how we date in this city. Um, you know, a lot of people are starting to prioritize coffee dates or simple, just casual walk dates, which is all, which is great. It's fantastic. It's nice to keep it casual, but mm -hmm. it's not the dinner and a movie that it used to be. Right. I don't know. I never did the movie. Uh, well, I never did the movie and I, I hardly ever did dinner. I just could not see myself sitting in front of a stranger for more than an hour at a time yeah. and having to sit there and eat in front of them and like, what are we talking about? If I, if <laughs> there's no common ground. No. Yeah, exactly. And the vibe's not there. You can't really get out because you're not done your dinner yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could skip out, but that's rude, right? Especially yeah, if somebody's exactly. buying you a dinner. 
Look, financial stability has always been at the top of singles' minds when searching for a partner, but it's in especially women. <laughs> and now, given the high cost of living, I feel that financial stability has become an important factor in the dating scene in Toronto and beyond, of course. We're talking about other cities as well. More than ever, I feel that people are looking for partners who are financially stable and can provide a sense of security in their lives. Do you feel the same way when you're out there in the, I call it the trenches? <laughs> yeah. You're in the trenches right now. That's a very fair analogy. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the trenches, you know, and I'll tell you a story. I was speed dating. It was pre-pandemic mm -hmm. and someone actually was talking about his experience with another speed date and he had a partner ask him what his net worth was. Oh, why? What? Yeah. <laughs> Like that was a, that was a conversation on a speed date. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, okay. what, did he answer? Sorry. Did he answer? Y he probably did. I don't remember what the answer was. I'd but be like, I think maybe that's yeah, none of your business. Yeah. And I think she said something like she needed someone with like so X number of dollars in net worth. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Please don't ask those type of questions no, on a no. first date. <laughs> okay, so we know that dating for the first time in Toronto. So let's just say you're dating, you're new, and you're in Toronto, and you're like, oh my goodness, okay. Um, this can be, well, it can be very intimidating for you. Let's discuss some of the things that are important to keep in mind if you are new to the city and you're dating. Do you want to give us a couple? Yeah, sure. So this dating is a great way to get to know your city. Um, we have so many fun things to do. And if you're on a date with someone who's maybe been here for a little while, who can actually be a little bit of a tour guide for you, mm -hmm. that is an amazing opportunity. Um, but you want to go into it with a sense of fun. You're having fun with all of this. Dating is not supposed to be a job. Like you said, it is not work. It is fun. Um, <laughs> So remember that, um, keep, and it's really easy to get, let your nerves get ahead of you, especially when it's, a, you know, your first date, you haven't been on a lot of dates, maybe in the city, you don't know what to expect, but if you just keep that mentality in the back of your mind that this is fun, we're just going to go out, we're going to explore, we're going to have some good conversation, I'm going to get to meet some really great people, then that's the, a great way of approaching it and take it slow. You don't mm -hmm. want to rush into 15 dates in your first week or two weeks in the city, take it slow, one thing at a time. And, um, and just remember to go at your pace as well. Yeah. I love all those tips, Heather. Those are great. And also if you're going to take advantage of all these amazing events, concerts, festivals, everything like that, right. Don't just stand around, like look around, be approachable, approach people, get in their way. So that they can notice you or approach them if you find them interesting. And we're not going to get into that too in depth today, but you know, you can always reach out to me if you're looking for dating help <laughs> or listen to some of our past shows. We've talked about all of this stuff. So another thing that is important to keep in mind if you're new to dating in the city is to be open-minded. Toronto, and as we mentioned before, is a very diverse city with people from all walks of life. So keep an open mind when meeting new people and try not to limit yourself to specific types of backgrounds. Although I do understand, guys, I really do understand that we all have different preferences. 
But some of the greatest matches are made when we do step out of our comfort zone and we date people that we normally are not accustomed to dating. And if you do plan to date outside of your culture, ask questions, be open-minded, and be willing to learn and grow and show respect for their cultural background. Communicate openly and honestly about expectations. All these will help you, okay? So make sure that um, you are stepping out of your comfort zone when you're dating. And we're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, we're going to be chatting about unique ways to meet new people and why you should be taking things in real life. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show on AM640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellata, your host. Getting back into my discussion or our discussion tonight with Heather Shepard, one of my Single in the City event organizers, on why meeting people in real life has its advantages. Heather, you're single and you're dating currently. What has been your experience with online dating as of late? Have you seen any changes since the pandemic? Oh my gosh, has it ever <laughs> changed? Let Here me we tell go. you. <laughs> okay. uh, so I actually um, joined online dating in 2021, in the middle of the pandemic. I made the decision that I was going to be serious about this. It was about time and it was fantastic. I was able to meet a whole lot of people. Everybody was online. It was great. There was a, uh, a lot of amazing connections and conversation. And then everything started to open back up again. And here we are in 2023 and the game has definitely changed. I am finding that it's there's less people online and getting to someone to have a conversation with you is like, oh my goodness, it is so stressful and still so frustrating. I'm finding a lot of people are matching, but then not continuing a conversation or the conversation will go for, you know, a couple of sentences and then it, they ghost you and you're left wondering, what did I say? <laughs> and there we go. And that's online dating in 2023 or my experience of it anyway. So I can definitely say that uh, the pandemic was great, uh, but I think people are looking for new ways to meet people that are not so much online anymore. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was online dating during the pandemic and I saw what you're talking about. I, I was just thinking, wow, where are all these guys coming from? They're coming out of the woodwork. And mm -hmm. I actually met my partner on a dating app. I, I speak about that. I'm not, I'm not going to speak about which one they should be paying me. And, <laughs> but um, it was a great time to get online. And people always ask me, well, 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 how come you don't meet people like you're a matchmaker? How come you don't match yourself up? Or how come you don't meet people at your events? Because I'm a professional and I just don't do that. When people come to me to meet someone, I don't try to scoop them up for myself. I, I'm offering a service. Plus, I didn't want to have a bad reputation dating all these men. And if it doesn't go right, um, you know, I, Laura gets stuck with a bad reputation. Yeah. So we don't want to do that. Anywho, so I'm 
Firstly, not using them now, of course, um, but I've heard that online dating is a bit of a shit show lately, just like you're speaking of. My friend's experiences, getting ghosted after talking to guys for a while and um, just before they're ready to meet in real life, for example. Guys getting too sexual right at the beginning of the conversation, which mm-hmm. is not appropriate. Uh, you know, them setting boundaries and and these guys overstepping their boundaries. I mean, it goes on and on. It's just I, all I'm hearing is people complaining about these dating apps. Now, let's talk about how most dating apps users are addicted to using dating apps. And new studies show that dating apps like Bumble, Tinder, like Hinge are popular because they they're easy to use and have this game-like interface that appeals to our short attention spans. And experts say that these apps, they activate the same pleasure standards in the brain as video games. There's a sociologist professor, his name is Ju Young Lee. He's actually from Toronto. And he explains that the interface is designed to feel like winning a prize when you get matched with someone. And I totally get that. Have you ever gone to the casino and you put money in the slot and all of a sudden it goes start making all this noise like ding 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 oh you you want all this money it's the same thing when you get a match yeah those endorphins are powerful things (laughs) yeah it makes us want more of that feeling Mm -hmm. when we do get a match and studies show that singles use apps on average uh, about an hour every day which is having a severe impact on their mental health with 70% left depressed or anxious after going on them and a study found that 39% Check them as soon as they wake up in the morning. You get up in the morning, you're checking your online dating app, and then 48% swipe just before bedtime. Yeah, that's those are crazy statistics mm-hmm. there, Laura. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? I found a few of my own as well. Okay. Uh, Global News published an article just this past February, actually, uh-huh. that mentioned that one in 10 adults have met their partner online. One in 10. One in 10. Okay. Like, those that's are not nuts. very good odds. No, at 44% of users are looking for a long-term partner, which is great, but 40% are just dating casually, which is also great if that's your thing. But as you say, please tell us, <laughs> please let us know that you're casually dating. Mm-hmm. Do you find that? Do you know if that people aren't being intentional when they're dating? Because I find that on dating apps. Yeah. And you know, they're not being very clear about who they are and what they're looking for. It's, it's very true. Um, or if they, yeah, um, I'm finding a lot of guys don't necessarily put the work into their app or into their profile either. Right. I actually have to, if I have to ask questions about what you're looking for, is it casual, long-term, whatever, then that to me is, is a no-go. I want to know when I'm looking at your profile, if I'm swiping on the right person for me. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think that people build different connections by meeting online versus in real life? Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, I was thinking about this whole online dating thing a little while ago, and it is just a uh, read and swipe, read and swipe, read and swipe. Yeah. As if you're looking at, you know, the next car you're going to buy or the next, you know, piece of jewelry you want in your life. <laughs> I want to buy that. Right? Yeah. And it like takes a catalog. It's the same thing when, when people... Um, use matchmaking services <laughs> they want to choose someone that, like, out of a catalog it's like well it's a two-way street they also have to be looking for you <laughs> yeah exactly I mean online dating is great you get a brief summary of a whole lot of people you have the opportunity to talk to a whole lot of people all at once and, but it's taken the humanity out of dating 
Mm-hmm. Oh my right? goodness. I totally agree with you. Uh, I totally agree with you. When you meet someone online, you can start the conversation based on shared interest, your values, your lifestyles. And this can lead to a deeper connection right off the bat because you're already finding common ground. If you're a little shy, a little introverted, it can really help ease social anxiety and make it easier to feel comfortable when you eventually meet in person. Meeting someone in person, on the other hand, oh my goodness, Heather, I think this is the way to go. Absolutely. You, get to, <laughs> you get to experience that physical chemistry, uh, the nonverbal communication, like picking up on their body language cues, uh, which can be hard to gauge when you're online. Mm-hmm. It allows for a more natural flow of conversation, which can lead to spontaneity, which you're not going to get online. Okay, you're not. So basically, when you meet in person, you are saving time. You are saving time and energy. And this is why the old fashioned way of approaching people, going to events like mixers, speed dating, or heck, you don't even have to be at a singles event. Just get out there and approach or be approachable. And if you have a hard time with this, you know, one session with me and I can give you the tips you need to make it easier for yourself. But I'm telling you, you need to get back to this traditional and Hopefully never go out of style way of meeting people. Face-to-face interactions are irreplaceable. I absolutely agree. And I mean, you get the authenticity point there too, right? How many times have we heard, oh, his picture is 20 years old or he's got his age wrong or something like that, right? You don't have to worry about that when you're in has that ever Has that ever happened to you? Like, do you have like a yes <laughs> horror, horror, horror story? Um, I don't have a lot of horror stories, but I did call somebody out on it a little while ago. Um, he, he told me his pictures weren't very recent. Um, he told me he had his, his age wrong and he didn't know how to fix it. Oh, he did. Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that. Right? Lie about their age too. Yeah. It's not just the women that lie about their age. No. Men do too, because I've seen my guy friends do it. Yeah. And I don't understand why. One of my guy friends, he's 55. He looks like he's 45, but he says he's 49 in his profile, Mm -hmm. but that's a big gap, like six years. Okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're fibbing by a year or two, but six, come on dudes. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and and for me, it's like, it's a small lie, but I don't want to start something based on like on a lie. Is that a small lie though? Lying. Well, your dating profile, like six years, you think that's a small lie. I think that's a big lie. It can, it can Maybe be. one year, one year is a small lie, but six years, that's a big lie. Yeah. Or even just putting pictures up that are, you know, 20 years old. So that when you meet them in person, you're like, who is this person? <laughs> yeah. So okay, quickly to? before we go to break, what's your story? Um, so yeah, my story is just that I did. Uh, I was talking to a gentleman online. We were, um, we had gotten on to our texting and he, you know, mentioned that you know, his, his pictures were old. So he sent me a new one and, uh, that his age was wrong, but this was his new age. And I kind of said, you know what, that really, that's, that's funny because I think you can just fix those by deleting them and restarting over. Yeah. And what did he say? He's like, yeah, I was really drunk one night and you know, it was eight years ago. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> we're, we're done. Yeah. It didn't go anywhere. Did it? No, no, unfortunately, but right. that's, that's the way it is. Yeah, we're going to stop now to take a short break. When we return, we'll be diving into some great ideas for those of you who are ready to date in Toronto or a city near you. 
Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show on AM640 Toronto. It's Sunday night. I'm Laura Bellotta, your host, joined by Heather Shepard, getting right back into some great ideas to meet new people in Toronto and a city near you. Heather, participating in activities to help meet other singles can be really fun. And I feel an effective way to expand your social circle. Find light-minded individuals, um, potentially meet your future partner, yada, 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 all that stuff, right? And what are some events or staple events coming up in Toronto this spring and summer that singles should get out to? Like, what are some of the best places to meet new people in Toronto? Oh my gosh, Laura, Toronto is one of the happeningest cities in this country. We always have so many cool things going on to meet the needs and the interests of so many different people. So right off the bat, what I can tell you, foodies out there, we've got Taste the Danforth, we've got craft and wine beer festivals, um, we've got uh, Wine Fest coming up, we've got all the rib festivals. Those are a great way to bond with somebody over your love of food wine and craft beer and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, and, and we've got a whole lot of music events coming. So, you know, if you're into jazz, you got blues, you got blues fest, you've got all the different concerts happening. And then there's this, the street festivals, right? The stuff that's really easy, really cute to go and walk through Ossington or uh, Church Wellesley with pride happening soon. Uh, and those are great ways to kind of get out meet some new people, have a lot of fun, and even just explore those little pockets of the city that you hadn't quite been to in a while or ever before. I love it. And then there's Carabana, which yes. is always fun. What's yeah. that pink festival? What's that one where everyone wears pink? Um, I just think <laughs> I got pride. invited to it this year. <laughs> I didn't go. I should have. I, I actually got invited last minute. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> And so Toronto too is a great city for fit singles. I know you're a fit single Yes. Um, for fit singles who want to meet other people with similar interests. Let's talk about the sport teams that our city has available for you to join and why joining a sports team would be a good idea. Cause I used to play volleyball in the city and I loved it. I met a lot of cuties playing volleyball. Let me tell you. Right. And it's volleyball is great. Cause it's year round. So mm -hmm. it's not even like it's a summer thing. It's you can do it all year round and the teams change all the time. You're always seeing mm -hmm. people come in. So it's a great way. You know, we've got uh, Jam Sports is a big one for diversity, uh, diversity of options all year round. I love and it. Each sport is going to attract different kinds of people, right? And it's really great because you don't even have to be good at it. If you just want to try it or um, just love it, just go enjoy it, make some great, uh, some great new connections. We've got rec clubs happening in the city. The city of Toronto themselves has great recreational programs. And you know what? Gyms in Toronto also offer pickup leagues. So that's a great way. You're already going to the gym anyway. Go join them for a basketball game or a volleyball game or something at your gym and meet local singles that are you're going to see at the gym time and time again. Mm -hmm. The gym. That's a great place to meet singles too. <laughs> Hot singles. Okay. And Heather, you're going to be running some fun events for singleinthecity.ca soon. Why did you want to do this? I'm just curious. Yeah. So Laura, I have been attending events for so many years, um, singles events mostly. And I felt that there was a little bit of a hole 
And especially coming out of the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we've done the speed dating. We were online speed dating all pandemic and it's fantastic. Uh, but there's a lot of other things that we can do to meet other people. And I wanted to be part of that. I wanted to create events that people could feel that they could come out to that were maybe a little bit more casual, a little bit more relaxed environments um, and just do their thing and meet others that are maybe trying to come into the dating scene a little bit more slowly, mm-hmm. maybe, and don't want to be in front of a whole bunch of different people all at once. Um, so that's kind of my, my mentality behind. Well, I love some of your ideas for events. So can you tell me uh, or tell us some of the events that you have coming up with single in the city? Yeah. So we've got some really cool, exciting things and they're a little bit, um, outside of the box, if you will, which is great. I want to do things that no one else is doing. Um, so coming up, on April 29th, we have beers and board games at the Salter Street Brewery. So that'll be a great time. Very casual board game night. Come bring some friends with you and we'll just play, play around. They have some great beers on tap and you can great meet some fantastic singles. Then uh, we're doing hikes through all the different parks in the city. So the next one coming up is in Brickworks. And then we've got a new thing that we're going to try. It's called Find Your Fit. And Laura, this is one that you and I kind of collaborated with. I love it. I love the idea, everything about it. Right. So to give everyone an idea, we're going to speed date, but we're going to do a circuit workout at the same time. So already you're going to meet singles that are fitness minded, that are health conscious, and you're going to be able to do a little bit of a workout with them. Maybe you'll find a new gym buddy, or maybe you'll find something a little bit more. You never know. And you can go to singleinthecity.ca to check out those events coming up. And Guys, these events can lead to great connections. I'm going to share a quick little success story with you. There was this couple that stood out to me that met at a hike about, I guess, just before the pandemic. I think it was about three years ago. Because we used to do activities and then the pandemic happened and we just stopped doing all that. And I didn't bring it back until Heather approached me and I was like, yes, let's do it. Okay, their names were Jen and Ryan. And during the hike, Jen and Ryan, um, they struck quickly, uh, basically, or Ryan struck quickly. (laughs) (laughs) and uh, he realized or they realized that they had a lot in common they shared a love for nature they had an interest in sustainability as I remember and a passion for exploring new places they exchanged numbers they they both you know I told me the story later on they exchanged numbers and then they went on several more hikes together and as they spent more time together they realized that their connection was greater than their shared love of the outdoors And they had a strong emotional connection as well. They had similar values and a a real deep understanding of each other. Now, they've been together, let's say, for, I guess, over three years, right? Um, And this is an example of how the power of shared interests and passions can bring people together. I love that story, and I will continue to tell it over and over and over again. And this is what I'm hoping for at... During your events, Heather, I'm hoping that we can make similar connections for people. Absolutely. I love that story, Laura. And I'll tell you one of mine really quick from the last event I did. Um, It was a small group. We did a 5K run through the beaches. At the end of the event, everyone was kind of hugging and exchanging numbers and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, I I helped that happen. Like that was just a sweet, sweet moment. I know. And it's just the beginning for you. I've I've been seeing that for 21 years and there's nothing more gratifying, honestly, 
it just warms my heart to see people fall in love. Stick around, guys. We'll be taking a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to share some dating tips you need to know while putting yourself out there. Stay with us. show on am640 toronto i'm laura Bellotta. getting back to my chat with single in the city event organizer heather shepherd on how to get the best experience possible while dating in toronto now heather let's share some tips for our listeners who are going to be attending some of these uh, events like ours or mm-hmm. other events in the city and again they don't have to be singles events but for goodness sakes if you want to meet someone get off your couch get outside be proactive <laughs> And start talking to people because you're not going to meet people sitting on your couch. And I always tell people to be a yes person. Say yes to every opportunity. Every opportunity. Yeah. So, And spring is in the air. It's the perfect time to get off the couch and go outside. Love is in the air. (laughs) Okay. uh, So what are some tips that we can give these people or the single people out there to help make the uh, most of their dating experience? So Laura, I know we mentioned it before, but going in with a mindset of having fun, mm-hmm. this is supposed yes, to be so fun. much fun and, you know, put yourself out there at worst case, you'll never see these people again. <laughs> so why not just be yourself, be authentic and, um, just go out to these events, knowing that you are going to make some great connections. Mm-hmm. Having that positive mindset right off the bat is such a game changer. Yeah. Do you find the two um, being patient? Because I see this too with people, people I know, like they, they get out of a relationship and hopefully you guys are taking your time once you've left, exited a relationship to heal and all that. But then once they, they're like, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. And then they want to meet someone tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. You have to be patient. Finding the right person takes time. Uh, You can't get discouraged if you don't find someone right away. You have to be patient and you have to keep putting yourself out there. And if something doesn't work, pick yourself back up and try again. Absolutely. And, you know, not getting discouraged when something doesn't work out. It's okay. Just keep, keep going. The right person will find you as long as you keep looking. And also, if you are out there and you're dating, be safe, please. Always prioritize mm-hmm. your safety when dating in Toronto, in any city at all, like anywhere. 100%. So meet in public places, let a friend know where you are and trust your instincts. Trust your instincts. They do not lie. Right. <laughs> and that's kind of the benefit of these events too, because it's already kind of a structured safety net. You're already with a group of people. You've already got accountability among you. Um, and especially with the event organizer like myself, I know who's coming to these events. So it's always a great kind of checkpoint. Um, 
to be at these events and have that safety net. Yes. And okay, let's talk about budgeting, right? Because mm-hmm. there's no denying that we live in an expensive place. And we talked about this earlier. I mean, cost of living is going up and budgeting is at the top of everybody's mind. And Toronto can be an expensive city. I think every city is expensive now, but uh, I think that there are still plenty of budget-friendly date ideas to explore from free outdoor events, let's just say, to affordable restaurants. Let's talk about some of the other ways to have fun and connect with your date while break without breaking the bank. Sure. And I think it comes down to a lot of creativity, Laura. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can do the coffee, the walk. That's great. That's fantastic. But what about something like a scavenger hunt? I love it. Right? Go yeah. find a free scavenger hunt online. Take your phones. Go shoot a whole bunch of pictures and grab a beer at the end. I love it's that. So, so simple. But I don't drink beer. What if I don't want a beer? Can I have a martini? Wine, coffee, whatever your <laughs> drink of choice is. <laughs> no, I do drink beer. I'm just joking. Um, I like a dark, like a nice dark uh, Ricky's Red <laughs> or <laughs> a Guinness sometimes. Oh, also, we, we talked about it. Toronto has different events throughout the year, festivals, concerts, cultural events, all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, joining different social circles. Toronto has different groups like meetup groups, different sport teams, volunteer organizations. Oh, volunteering. Let's talk about that. Oh. I think that volunteering is a great way to give back to the community and then meet new people at the same time. And there are a lot of different organizations in Toronto that actually rely on volunteers Uh, And it's also a great way to connect with like-minded people, okay? Jagger Gordon, Feed It Forward, that's Jagger Gordon. It's called Feed It Forward. It's a Toronto-based Canadian uh, Canadian not-for-profit organization with a mission to make a difference in the lives of fellow Canadians who are in need of assistance, um, and they secure nutritious food uh, with a regular balanced diet. They just help people in that area. Uh, Do you have any organizations looking for volunteers? Oh gosh, Laura, I love that suggestion, by the way. That's fantastic. And to be honest, volunteering is um, one of the ways that I started to meet a lot of new people when I was new to the city. And it was one of the ways I was going to go and look and meet like-minded men as well, right? So I totally right here with you on this. Um, Some of the organizations that I've kind of touched base with over the years are Achilles International Canada. Um, They're great for the fitness-minded. They like to have guides uh, for their athletes. Um, to guide them on their weekly runs or their walks so that they get some exercise in a safe environment. And it's great for you too. You get one-on-one conversation. You get to get your run or your walk in every week. It's fantastic. Um, Otherwise, if you want to do a little bit more exploring in the city, you've got the city of Toronto. They always have their festivals and events like Doors Open is the one that's coming up soon. They're a great way to get um, involved. And of course, TIFF, Hot Dogs, all those big festivals that everyone knows and loves are always looking for volunteers and you're bound to find some like-minded singles there. Yes, 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 yes. I love all of it. And guys, another idea uh, when you don't want to break the bank and you want to date or meet people, you can also attend networking events. I love these. There's so many of them happening in Toronto at all times. A lot, some of them are free. They're low cost. There are some are industry specific meetups, some are job fairs, some are trade shows, trade shows. I love trade shows. Yes. It's a great way to meet someone at a trade show. 100% agree. And even something like the food and wine festival that was just this weekend. Super. I missed it. Yeah. But great way to meet people. (laughs) 
Oh, shoot, shoot, shoot. All right. Well, Heather, thank you so much for being my guest today. Dating in Toronto can be overwhelming, but with the right mindset and the push to step out of your comfort zone, it can lead to amazing results and beautiful connections that you can build on. And if you're feeling like it's tough to meet new people and you're struggling to find a game plan that works, I'm here to help. I can provide you with valuable tips and insights to make your dating journey a more successful one. If you'd like to connect with me, that's Laura Bellotta. You can reach out to me on Instagram at official Laura Bellotta or send an email to Laura and I spell it L-A-U-R-A. So Laura at single in the city.ca. I'm available to chat and offer my expertise. And in addition, if you're interested in meeting like-minded singles in your city, be sure to check out our website, singleinthecity.ca. We offer a variety of fun activities and events to help you expand your social circle and find that special someone. Don't let the struggle of dating bring you down, guys. Let's work together to make it an enjoyable and fulfilling experience. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week. And until next week, ciao for now. Bye, Heather. Bye, thank you, Laura. Bye, everyone.